special part two Friday edition of Fan Fatales. If you haven't seen part one, I highly recommend listening to that and then coming back here after. There's a brief introduction to D&D in part one, as well as some resources mentioned, but those resources will be linked in this episode as well. My guest today is one of my best, best, best friends. Campbell and I have been friends for almost six years now, and we went to high school together, and I honestly didn't know she played D&D until quite recently. Now, Campbell is one of the strongest people I know. She is a feminist, and I love her so much. Um, I have been dying to get her opinion on a lot of issues with D&D when it comes to the sexualization of women, and especially the treatment of women in certain groups, and we do go into that a little bit. Um, but if you listened on the first episode, Jason and I touched on it just a smidge. Um, now I could go on and on forever about how much I love Campbell because she's fantastic and amazing and beautiful and wonderful. And so is her twin sister. All of those amazing, fantastic things. Katie, I love you too. Um, (laughs) but, uh, we should get into this conversation. So for your enjoyment, Campbell. Hi, Campbell. Hi. It's so good to see you. Thanks for being here with me today. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, we haven't seen each other in like so long. I know, it's been so long. I know, I miss you, dude. I know, virtual hugs. I know, virtual (laughs) hugs. I know your birthday was not too long ago, so happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, A full 20-year-old now. (laughs) I know, we're like, you're like, you're like a real adult. You're not like a half adult. adult. Like an adult adult. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. So let's just talk a little bit about some basic info. Like, when did you start playing D&D and what really made you want to start? Yeah, um, I first heard about it through a friend um, because she's also a huge nerd. (laughs) Um, And so she was talking about it and I was like, that sounds really fun. Um, And this was way back in middle school. So we decided um, her dad had also played it. um, So he decided he would DM for us. Um, And it went about as well as, like, you know, seven middle schoolers who, like, were really just there to, like, fuck around (laughs) and just, like, I don't, I barely, like, remember that game. I, like, I know I played, like, the, like, set um, character sheet of, like, a halfling rogue, Mm -hmm. but that's literally, like, all I remember from that game um, because it was seven middle schoolers who didn't know what they were doing. (laughs) For sure. Um... Yeah, so I'm pretty new to D&D, actually. Um, I've, like, known about it for a really long time, but I haven't really, like, gotten around to playing it um, until, like, sort of recently. So now I'm in another campaign with a few friends. Um, and you know the DM, David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another friend of ours from high school. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we just do it over, like, Discord, and um, there's a few other people who, like, haven't played before because um, I'm sort of counting it as my first <laughs> actual D&D game. So yeah, I'm pretty new. Um, and yeah, that's that's how I got started. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm pretty new too. This is like my first official campaign. I mean, my uncle taught me back in like sophomore year, like our, our second year of high school, because mm-hmm. um, I was in a play that was like about yes. Dungeons and Dragons, if you remember. I saw that. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, I need to understand this. I have no idea what this is. So he explained it to me and he taught me. And ever since then, I've been fascinated with it and I wanted to play. But it wasn't until this year, or not this year, like in, we started playing like last, maybe last fall, I joined the group mm-hmm. that yeah, I'm playing same. with. Yeah. And this is like 
yeah my first like official campaign like long term we're mm-hmm. kind of at like a stop right now because we just we haven't had time to get together recently because all our schedules mm-hmm. have been crazy but hopefully with the summer we'll be able to do it a little more often yeah i i think i like learned how to play through watching like D shows like critical role mm-hmm. um because i got way too into all of those <laughs> yeah i did too i have you heard of the one shot podcast network i haven't okay they they have a lot of stuff they do a bunch of one shots but they also have um a show called campaign and the one that i'm listening to right now i'm like halfway through it is it's a star wars campaign so it's a um it's an edge of empires campaign so um it's basically they play edge of empires and it's really it's really fun they get into all these like star warsy shenanigans and you know i'm a star wars fan so i'm like yeah yeah I actually didn't know you were a Star Wars fan, and I don't know how I didn't know really? this. Like, I didn't know you were as big of a Star Wars fan, because, like, I don't know, I've always loved Star Wars. I was that kid that would, like, go around. I was, like, the one out of, like, the two girls that would play Star Wars on the playground. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a Star Wars fan until recently, so that wasn't, like, that was, like, more of a, like, okay. this year kind of thing. Well, last year and this year kind of thing, so maybe that's why. Yeah. I thought okay. we'd talked about it, though. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> so um what's your party like what is like what's the makeup of your party like what what do you guys got going on on your end yeah well like in real life like i said like half of us don't really know how to play and then there's like two played before mm-hmm. um but yeah we're an interesting party because i play a tiefling warlock with a fiend patron mm-hmm. um and then we have a uh, asmr asimar mm-hmm. i don't know how to say it i don't either <laughs> it's one of those words um and she's a sorcerer but you know she's very godly mm-hmm. um so that's an interesting like dynamic right there mm-hmm. um and then we have a changeling rogue and um a fighter who's like a samurai um that's kind of cool and then we have like uh, a druid um druid elf mm-hmm. and um, the newest addition to our party, um, I don't really know anything about. <laughs> I know he, I think he's a blood hunter, um, and he blows stuff up, and that's about <laughs> all I've gotten so far, because, like, we, like, in real life have only played, like, actual, like, two sessions, although I think he's been in the campaign for, like, four sessions now, so, um, yeah. Got it. That's super cool. Yeah, ours is a little different, because I play with all guys. I'm the only girl in oh, the whole group of guys. Um, so it's me, I'm a, uh, she's an elf, she's a bardic elf, and she's, what's her, uh, she's bardic elf in the lore school, I think. Okay. I think that's what they're called. I can't remember what they're called right now. That sounds right. Um, (laughs) and then we have a, I don't even know what they're called. He's a, uh, he's like a war machine, but he's not a war machine because those are vehicles. He's like, oh, the, he's like oh a robot. Gosh, I know what you're talking about. He's like yeah, a yeah, transformer, the, basically. Yeah, we have one. We have one. Um, it's like a merchant and his name is Tree and I love him very much. He's an NPC. <laughs> yes. Oh, what are they called? They're like they're... war forge. Yes, war forge. forge. Thank you. Yes. He's in my brain somewhere. Yeah, he's a war forge and I drew all of our characters for just for like, you know, for fun. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And basically his reference image was Optimus Prime. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, so you're Optimus Prime. And he was like, basically, but like with wood. And I was like, what? 
<laughs> That's great. So he's like Optimus Prime, but his hands and feet are wood. So yeah, we actually have like we have three girls and then four guys, but one of the guys plays a female. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's always it's, fun. Yeah. At at the beginning of the campaign, we started with like three people, and it was just me. Um, and then, like, one other girl and then a guy. And then our whole party was, like, girls at that point. But mm-hmm. now we've added on. Nice. So. Yeah, our party is the same size as when we started. We we added on one. And then he was like, just kidding. I can't do this, guys. It's too much of a commitment. I have too many <laughs> campaigns. Sorry. It's actually our friend Jason who's come, who is in the first episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we haven't met yet. We're meeting tomorrow. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I'm doing this a little backwards, but, um, he was, he started off with us. Like he was in the first, first one we ever did the first session we did. And then he was like, sorry guys, I I can't. And we were like, okay. Um, so yeah, it's me. I'm an elf bard. And then we got our warforged. He's a monk, I think, which is such a weird combination. Monks are so cool. Yeah. That is an interesting. Yeah. And then we have, and then we have a gnome. He's a rock gnome. But I don't know if he's like a wizard or a warlock or or what. He doesn't actually say <laughs> what he is. He just he does he do Eldritch Blast? Yes, he does all the time. And he's probably a warlock. There you go. <laughs> Take it from someone who knows. There you go. Um, and then we also have a um, what is he? He's a he's a barbarian, and he oh my gosh, I totally just like his race just like out of my head. What they're called? Yeah. That happens to me all it's the time. It's weird because you don't really, like, talk about it. No. And then you're like, wait, what is it? <laughs> yeah. It's a, um... Oh, oh, our gnome, he's actually a wizard. I'm looking at it okay. right now. So our gnome is a wizard. It's so interesting. So maybe, I guess wizards could have that cantrip. I think so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about d <laughs> So I guess, so I guess he is. He must be a half-orc or an orc. Okay. He's big and dumb. <laughs> Like his intelligence <laughs> score is are. four. Like not even oh, kidding. Wow. Yeah, mine is like oh, nineteen. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think I like didn't want to play a smart character because that's like too much pressure. <laughs> you know, my because like then everyone's like, "You're the smart one. You gotta like do, do things. smart things." And I'm just like, "No, I I have no thoughts. No head empty." So I gave her like average intelligence, but yeah. yeah. My I we have a second campaign going, and in that one, I play a changeling barbarian, and Ooh. yeah, her intelligence is like mid level. She's like she's not dumb, but she's not smart either. Yeah, you know. Okay, Oof, now now that that's <laughs> now that I figured that one out. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, do you think that the commonization of D&D has made it a little bit easier for, like, women and girls to start playing? Yeah, I definitely think it has helped, especially, like, just being able to, like, have access to, like, you know, learning the rules mm-hmm. um, is helpful for, like, anyone, really. Um, but it's also helpful to, like, make sure you're, like, creating, like, a safe space for yourself. Like, I feel like that's really important because, like, I don't know, I always feel weird, like, going into, like, a group of, like guys who i don't really know and they're like nerds and <laughs> i feel like it's such a stereotype mm-hmm. to be like oh they're all gonna fall in love with you but you know <laughs> yeah like um yeah because you just don't know like you want to make sure that the group you're like gonna be playing with 
Also, because D and D is just you can be very vulnerable in it. Like mm-hmm. if you're heavy into role play, um, so like you want to make sure you're like in a group that you feel safe with. Um, and I think it's definitely like commonization of D and D has helped because um, then people feel like more capable to like start their own group mm-hmm. instead of like seeking one out. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, before there were groups like Adventures League and, I mean, before the world shut mm-hmm. down. I don't know if Adventures League is doing anything right now. Um, but there were a lot of groups who you would, like, if you were brand new and you had no friends who wanted to play D&D, you'd be able to go and find a group to play with. Yeah. But the only downside to that is, like, then there's this weird kind of period where you're trying to get to know each other as players mm-hmm. and just as people. And so then you're kind of just like, I don't know what if this is okay. Like, should I not do this or say yeah. this? You know? Whereas when you just, like, jump into playing with your friends, you already know how they are and you already know how their mannerisms are. So you're just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, F it. I'm just going to do whatever I want and do my thing. <laughs> and your friends are just, like, there with you because they understand who you are, right? And they get that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it would be really fun to start a, start a game with some of our friends. <laughs> We should. We really do need to play together. We do. I think it'd be totally chaotic, and I'm here for it. Yes. Chaos. And I feel like Melanie would be the one who's just like, guys, we shouldn't. And we're all like, burn things! And she's like, no, 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 no. And we're like, like, murder hobos. And she's like, no. Please. Please, no. (laughs) Um, Okay. Do you think that, like, Stranger Things kind of had a part in bringing D&D back recently? Yeah, I feel like it made it, I don't know, I feel like D&D has become a lot more, like, cool now. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not just, like, automatically labeled as, like, a nerd, because people, like, sort of know what it is now mm-hmm. a lot more than they did. Um, and I think, yeah, Stranger Things totally, like, made it more of, like, a mainstream, like, kind of, like, a a throwback, I guess, if, like, you were <laughs> older and, like, maybe never played it because of, like, the satanic panic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Stranger Things totally, like, helped it sort of grow. Also, like, you know, maybe you wanted to, like, know what the Demogorgon was. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck are they talking about? Yeah. So maybe you started playing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I also think maybe um, a lot of the networks, like, Critical Role and One Shot, like, who, they have a lot of ladies playing. They just have a lot of people mm-hmm. playing in general. And, like, they are so popular now. And, like... Yeah. Like, you could find their merch almost anywhere. Like... <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. I think that... I think... That's also pretty cool. Sorry. No, you're good. I cut you off. Yeah, I think, like, um, watching, like, those people, like, definitely made me think, like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I want to do that as well. Mm-hmm. And just, like, watching other people, like, with their friends play, like, looking like they're having a fun time. (laughs) And you're like, I want that. (laughs) So. Yeah. I definitely, definitely have that. I haven't watched as much Critical Role as I should have, but I've seen a few episodes, and I like it. I think it's pretty cool. You gotta watch it. Yeah. They just finished the second campaign, Mm -hmm. so I'm still, like, processing and mourning the loss of campaign two but it's fine um i'm ready for campaign three i'm excited um yeah it's really good but it is a time commitment it is it is definitely a time commitment aren't there episodes like two hours long that's 
like a short episode like this past that's a short seven episode. hours seven hours but that's a, that's like long they're like they were like it's long guys because it was the finale okay. so like they had a lot to get in but um yeah a few of them go like four hours and then like it's usually around two though you're right i could i could never but i, I would just ne- i would never have that patience <laughs> yeah i mean it's easier when you're watching it live i think because mm-hmm. then i don't know yeah, the, really the only reason I caught up was because of quarantine, and they took, like, a long break, so I was like, now is my chance. Well, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Sit there and knit or crochet or do my nails or... Yeah. Yeah, I do my nails all the time. Yeah. While watching. Okay. So now we're going to move on to stuff that's a little bit more, um... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, spicy. I think the word I'm looking for is spicy. Spicy. Yeah. <laughs> That's my new favorite word for things, because I don't want to use words like problematic, because those kinds of words are overused. Mm-hmm. Um, I like spicy. Yeah, spicy is nice. <laughs> I like it. It's like, ooh, it's uncomfortable, but it's okay, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, what do you think about, like, the sexualization that female NPCs and, like, female characters and enemies often have in, like, you know, in, like, the... D and D source materials where they have like books and images mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Like I feel like a lot of the time women are depicted as you know a typical like what you would see in you know video yeah. games like you know huge boobs in like a bra and like in underwear. Yeah, and you're just like, how do they fight in that? Yeah, you're um, like, how do you not instantly die? Yeah, I think it's like a weird like leftover from like D since D is like such a like has such a long history mm-hmm. and like it was conceived in like I don't know the eighties. I feel like yeah, the eighties, I guess. Like late seventies, um, <laughs> early eighties. Yeah. And like so, you know, that was a little more like accepted, I suppose. Um and so now like it's sort of like I feel like it's definitely gotten better. Um I was just watching like um, an interview with Chris Perkins, mm-hmm. who's, like, one of the top people at Wizards of the Coast that, like, write the mm-hmm. D&D books. Um, and he was talking about, like, you know, how he's, like, tried to, like, you know, sort of make that a little better. And, like, um, when he's, like, writing, he'll have people, like, look at his work and, like, if they're, like, oh, like, you only have, like, females that are evil or like temptress or kind of character caricatures mm-hmm. um then he'll like you know take that criticism and like make it better so i think that's like changing um especially now like i feel like the people who are making those types of things like realize how much more diverse dnd is now because i feel like before it was thought to be like a like white man <laughs> straight white man's kind of game but now it's like i don't know every everything that i've seen through D it always seems like there's a lot of like more diverse people like i feel like a lot of queer play- people play D um i i guess that included. vibe too <laughs> yeah like i feel like there is um, a lot it is like a big thing in the queer community to play D D. yeah I feel like it makes sense because, like, a lot of the, like, playing with your friends and, like, the party sort of becomes, like, a found family Mm -hmm. thing. And then also just, like, you know, 
I feel like underrepresented people want to like give themselves their representation and like escape reality more than like <laughs> a white man might. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think it's it's definitely a problem still. Um, like I said, like if you're trying to like start playing as a woman or a female of any kind, <laughs> and like you go into a group and and that sort of thing happens, then you you might be, like, turned off from playing D&D. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've definitely seen, like, horror stories um, of that kind of thing. And it's just like, ugh, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... Um, I'm looking at my notes to make sure I didn't miss anything. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, so I think D&D is, like like I was talking about before, it's just, like, finding the right group, mm-hmm. um, and making sure that, like, that's a safe space for you to be in, and, like, making sure that your DM and the other players know, like, hey, that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that here. Yeah. I think that's, like, a really good point, that it is really about the people that you're playing with, that you have to make sure that that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, one of the most critical things when it comes to the game like you can totally understand the gameplay and you could totally understand all of the rules of role play and like all of that stuff even though there's very few rules of role play if any yeah i i think like people who don't want to play D or like haven't had fun with it in the past like just haven't found the right group mm-hmm. which sounds i mean like if you're not into like actual like board games and stuff but i feel like um if you find like friends that you really enjoy playing with everyone can have fun at D&D. So, yeah, I think it's definitely a yeah. lot about that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, okay. So, I know your party is has a lot of women in it, and I'm just curious, do y'all ever use this like over-sexualization to your advantage? <laughs> Like, because my um, character, personally, I've used it, like, once, and it worked out very nicely. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, um, just, like, the characters that we play, like, wouldn't really do that, mm-hmm. because, like, one is, like, a holy sort of woman. Okay, so she's, like, basically a nun. <laughs> sort of, but she kind of, like, I don't know, she's very, like, shy, and, like, okay. Um, also, we have, like, a joke in our party that she's, like, gonna hook up with this other character and that's like a we call him Daddyus because his name is Darius <laughs> or DM hates it but we call him, um, we call he's him great Daddyus? Yeah. oh my gosh that's terrible yeah um yeah his name is Darius so somehow that yeah anyway <laughs> um yeah and then like the other one she's she like has a partner already mm-hmm. but um they're like missing and the party doesn't really know that but like the players know Mm -hmm. that because she's mentioned it um and then my character um i mean i'm ace so i kind of just play her ace because i feel like i don't know me personally like flirting you know this flirting goes over my head so like if i wanted to like play into that i would have to actually like work (laughs) kind of hard to like figure out how to do that Mm -hmm. um yeah, I've got no game, so I can't really, I can't really RP that well. Yeah, <laughs> that that makes um, sense. Yeah, um, and then I don't know, I don't know. We just don't really like 
the characters don't really like do that sort of thing but like i feel like it would be really fun to like play a character Mm -hmm. that would um like have that sort of like black widow (laughs) yeah sort of um vibe yeah but again i don't think i personally would be good at it that's fair (laughs) it would be like a challenge for me yeah um yeah but i think it would be fun and also like we did start out not really knowing each other Mm -hmm. um we all knew the dm but still like sometimes that's weird to like (laughs) start doing when you don't know each other yeah for sure that yeah i i totally get that it's definitely something that i had to like work up to in our campaign because my character she started out like very shy and very to herself and like as the campaign has gone on and as she's gotten mm-hmm. more comfortable with the other adventurers in our party she's kind of opened up a lot more and you know there was this one time we were fighting in like a swamp we got like swallowed into this like underwater swamp and we were fighting these like frog people things <laughs> frog people things yeah wow <laughs> these like frog people i don't even know what they were maybe they were just giant frogs i don't even know um but she was like mm, yes this is the time <laughs> and she was like <laughs> and they were like all you know wet and all like it was kind of like an aerial moment mm-hmm. in my head but like i don't know what's like the, what's like the equivalent of like aerial but like not for children like i don't know i feel like there's always that scene of like a woman i feel like it's like a james bond movie where she like gets out of the yeah. ocean and she's like in bikini yeah that i don't know which one it is that vibe yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was this other time we were in this cavern and there was like it was like water and then there was like a thing in the middle and like she was like oh i'm gonna go for a swim and it was that scene where it's like they like pull off the shirt in slow motion and like the oh, wind starts yeah. blowing and she like takes her hair down and it's like <laughs> i love that yeah <laughs> it was it's it was it's been it's been fun i mean i've only done it those two times but you know it was very funny i think i was kind of drunk the nights that i did that too (laughs) i think those were nights that i was i was playing and i was drinking so that could be part of it Mm -hmm. see like that's fun though because then you're like choosing you know it's like because that's the moment where you're like, yes, female empowerment. Like, I'm going to be sexy because by sexuality. I be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it would have been weird if, like, your DM was just like, yeah, this is what happens. And, and you're just like, like I mean, yeah. considering the DM is my boyfriend, I don't think I'd mind. I mean, okay, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind yeah. if it were I mean, my DM, but if it were, like, one of his friends DMing, like... In our other campaign, his friend is DMing. I'd be kind of awkward with that. Yeah. I mean, we make jokes all the time that, like, oh, like, I don't even know. Like, they joke that, like, he, like, my boyfriend and one of our other friends are, like, like in a gay relationship and that they're just, like, <laughs> hiding it from me all the time. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's, like, it's a bromance. It's sweet. It's nice. We love some good bromance. Yeah, it's like a hardcore I mean, bromance. You play a bard, right? Yeah, I do. Because they, yeah, because I feel like a lot of people like the beams about bards are like they just seduce everything. Yeah. So I mean, like that's fun and that's fair, but like I feel like it's more interesting to like subvert that now, honestly. Yeah. I I like started off not really knowing like all of the tropes of being a bard because i was a brand new Mm -hmm. player so i just went into it and i was like oh music yeah that'll be fun 
Yeah. And so um, now that I've I've been immersed in it for a little bit longer, I've started to understand that kind of thing. And I've been trying to play into it a little bit, but not so much mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, annoying. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like try to seduce your way out of everything because that's not fun. You have to fight sometimes. Yeah. I, f- I guess I think that's fun for you, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Let's see. What else do we got on here? Um, okay. So do you think that, like, the variety of tabletop RPGs that are available now make it more appealing to more people? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, you were talking about the Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone who may not be, like, into, like, high fantasy um, can totally, like, find, like, any sort of genre that they want to play. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, um, my friend that actually told me about D&D, she's running an Outbreak Undead, mm-hmm. which is a zombie game, um, and that's super cool. Um, so yeah, like, it, it can definitely, like, help other people if they want to play D&D, but they don't want to do, like, fantasy mm-hmm. or anything like that, because I feel like fantasy sometimes is just, like, I don't know been there done that yeah. like if you run like lord of the rings and you just like not into that then yeah i guess yeah sci-fi or anything else is is cool yeah because there are definitely a bunch of variations out there like you know star wars and the call of cthulhu game have you heard of that one mm-hmm. that one's yeah crazy that one takes place in like the 20s right does it i I've heard of it, but I don't really know anything about I it. I think all of the images that I've seen of it, people are in, like, period-type clothing, and I think it's, like, 20s-type clothing. that sounds fun. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that looks, like, fun. And mm-hmm. um, there's another one that's, like, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's, like, the Wild West one. Mm. It's, like, yeah. I think it's called, like, Gunslingers or something like that. That would make sense. <laughs> but it's, like, like, you're all, like, you're an outlaw, or you're a sheriff, or, like, you do this stuff, and, like... You're all out in the wild west. That's interesting. I've seen that one, and there's like a bunch of other ones. There's a there's like a haunted mansion one. Ooh. Yeah. Like there's a huge variety now. Oh my gosh, they made one. They made one. <laughs> I think this is like totally like full circle. But they made they made like a tabletop RPG based off of Stranger Things. <laughs> That's so... That's actually... That sounds really fun. So I feel like... like going upside down? Um, kind of. It's, um... It's called Kids on Bikes. Okay. And it's, um... I I don't know if it's all the same storyline or if it's just, like, an open world type thing, but the one... Cam- mm-hmm. The one, like, little campaign that I listened to on the One Shot podcast, um... They played kids on bikes and they went to like a haunted house and they were trying to figure out like why everybody, all the adults in this town were like really weird. Like they were just like wrong, except for the, except for the like one token teacher who was like the science teacher, of course. (laughs) Um, That sounds fun. Yeah. It was really interesting to listen to. I'd highly recommend like playing or listening to it if anybody would Mm -hmm. like. I think it's really interesting um let's yeah i'll definitely check it out yeah just anything you want to anything else you wanted to talk about in the community um any funny stories or anecdotes that you have and like any of your favorite (laughs) yeah any of your favorite characters or npcs i definitely have a favorite npc Ooh, tell me tell me so um not too long ago in our campaign um this npc was introduced and it was 
basically, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but we were, like, in a forest, and I don't know if you've seen the artwork that somebody drew of, like, a cat mixed with a bee. Have you seen that? A cat mixed with... I have not. Yeah, so it's basically... I'm trying to picture it. Let me see if... Is it, like, the back half is a bee, and, like, the front is a cat? Um, not really. Or, like, more of a mix. That's, like, what it looks like. This oh. One. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so cute. Yeah. So it's got like Okay. It's got like it's like the shape of a cat and it's like the size of a bee and it has like the wings and the antenna and it's like striped like a bee. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's very cute. Yeah, it's really cute. That's legit the artwork for this character. <laughs> and um it's an NPC and it was brought in as like part fighter, part cleric. But it oh interesting. It has like some crazy like he has some like crazy crazy powerful powers like some <laughs> powerful attacks like this bee cat is just yeah really op yeah he's just like <laughs> buff as heck. His name I was love his it. name was Kibby. Oh, and I loved him, and I wanted to adopt him, and he was the prince of the cat bee kingdom. <laughs> there's a whole kingdom there's a whole kingdom over there and they were being attacked by these i don't remember what they were being attacked by but they're being attacked by these creatures and i guess these little cat bees have the ability to be either tiny bee size or giant like lion size wow so yeah so when they fight they like blow up into this giant lion size and he was the best cleric because he had, like, a healing wave that healed anybody, like, within, like, ten feet for, like, a crazy amount of health. Oh, wow. And as a bard, I can only heal one person at a time. <laughs> so it was very nice. And I'm always healing people all the time. So Yeah, I don't think nice. we actually... We technically don't have a healer in our party. We just have the, like, sorcerer, who I thought was a cleric for a really long time. But she is not. She's a sorcerer. Oh. Um, yeah. That, yeah. So, yeah. He's, that's my favorite <laughs> NPC, and I wanted to adopt him, and the DM said no. Because I had oh. too many pets. He said I already had too many pets. Yeah. I, yeah, my character is um, Pactive the Chain, mm-hmm. which I guess is, like, like stats-wise isn't very good, but I was just like, I want a cat, so... Um, that's why I did that. That is totally... I feel like that's a lot of the reasoning behind things. Like, people are like, ooh, stats. But I get a cat! Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, like, kind of, like, always forget that I have a cat. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah. I've come to find out that I'm not a good pet owner in-game. Because I've, like, wanted to, like, scout ahead with my cat. Because I can, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. see through the cat's eyes mm-hmm. um sort of like a brand game of thrones situation mm-hmm. um and so like there's been like rivers and i'm like oh it's a shallow river i'll just like have the cat float d- no the cat fucking <laughs> just died <laughs> i've done it twice now i just went into the river and just like Boop. i'm so dumb i've just like thrown my cat into a river and then off it goes <laughs> and then it poofs back into nothing and i'm just like well <laughs> So yeah, I've gotten a lot of grief for doing that. Um. that. Yeah, I used to have I used to have this like I used to have a spell that let me 
like I used to have a little owl that was like a part of the spell and like she would go around and do stuff for me but then I moved the spell because I wasn't using it that often Mm. but Mm -hmm. because I got healing word instead of um instead of cure wounds so it didn't become that useful anymore so and she can't attack or anything which sucks Mm. yeah like I think just now I've gotten like a bonus action where my cat can attack but before it was kind of just like it would have been an action, so it was kind of just there. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- yeah, and our party has, like, sorry, our party has, like, a lot of, um, yeah, because we have another, I guess it's a familiar, mm-hmm. um, oh, what are, th- it's, like, the little sprite. Yeah, she's a sprite. That's cool. Um, and then I have a cat. <laughs> yeah. And we're always trying to adopt new animals, Dude, too, I so. am, too, all the time. I see an animal, and I'm like, I want it. And Zach's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> just how it is yeah (laughs) and yeah so i had i had that little owl for a little while and then oh my gosh so then we were in the sewers of this of somewhere we were some in some sewers and this tiny little crab popped out of the sewer (laughs) and and i was like i need it it's so cute it's like he's like this big and and zach was like oh well he's a poo crab and he wants to live in poo all the time so if you keep him you'll have to have poo with you all the time and i said ha ha loophole it's a good thing you're always shitting (laughs) no i mean no um (laughs) i i rolled to see if i could make a loophole that chocolate pudding works (laughs) and i rolled like a i rolled like maybe an 18 or a 19 so i was like ah yes so he lives with me. that's a much better solution yeah so he lives with me in a little (laughs) cup of chocolate pudding yeah oh i totally forgot but like recently um we were like we were fighting this guy who was we called him the cancer mage (laughs) because he was like healing you and like he would heal you like so much that i guess eventually you would get cancer what I don't know how it works. I'm not a science person, but, like, three people in my party are, and they were like, yeah, that's right. That makes no sense to me, but okay. (laughs) I don't know. I guess you, like, get a tumor, and then, boom, you have cancer. Okay. So, anyway, we basically, like, were beating this guy up, and he pulled one of, I think it's, like, the deck of many. um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, the gambling card, so he pulled us into, like, this gambling dimension, and one of, like, the... They were like DDs. Mm-hmm. Um, was the Raven Queen? So one of our <laughs> party members um, basically gambled his soul and life for her bird, <laughs> her Raven. Oh my gosh! Which is technically her. Um, and she was like, "I'm not gonna give you the bird." And he was like, "But I want the bird." So it was basically like 20 minutes of just <laughs> that, like <laughs> going back and forth. Like, "I'm not gonna give you the bird. I want the bird, though." Um, and eventually she's like fine i'll give you the bird and then like if i win you have to give me like your soul and all of this and we're like oh my god you're literally gonna have to roll a new character because <laughs> he's like let's play rock paper scissors so <laughs> so they rolled for like rock paper scissors um and our party member won so now he just has a raven that's like kind of an asshole because <laughs> it's basically the raven queen um and he, he's now dubbed it Bastard. Oh, um, gosh! Because it won't, like, tell him his name. I don't know. That party member's very chaotic. It sounds um, like it. As you can tell from that story. Yeah. What's your character's alignment? 
Um, she's um chaotic good, so it's it's been interesting because obviously her patron, um, the fiend is a devil, and is not good. So interesting. <laughs> yeah, so it's been interesting because also her cat is lawful evil. <laughs> what? Yeah, because he's a devil. So he's um, law. He's, he's <laughs> evil, but he follows the rules. Yeah, but like I mean, he technically. You know, he has to, like, follow what my character says, so. Fair. My my character's chaotic <laughs> neutral, so she just does whatever is best for her. She's mm-hmm. like, I do everything for me. Because yeah, I, think- I used to be selfless, and then it bit me in the butt, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have a few characters like that. Um, a lot- I think we're, like, all mostly chaotic. I think I think that's how we are. I think one of ours like is... Like, two of us are good, and then, like, the rest are neutral. Yeah. I think we have, like, one lawful neutral, but I don't even know. I think our Warforged might be lawful something, but I don't even know. Mm. But I... I feel like that makes sense, because Warforged are, like, I don't know, programs. They're like, yeah, they're robots. machines. <laughs> they, ha- they can only do so much, right? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Have you seen that know. joke like where it's like recently we've gotten more into like Yeah, I feel like our party like more like sort of like the past few months have gotten better like role playing cuz again, we didn't really know each other. Mm-hmm. Um so it was kind of just like pretty basic. Um and we were like um sort of learning how to like fight and stuff. So it was like dungeon crawls and like now we're getting into the plot. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's stressing me but it's fun (laughs) yeah we started off with a dungeon crawl and then we were just like straight into the plot um like one Mm. of the first like big bads that we fought was um like the mortal enemy of one of our characters oh wow like the guy who okay so our our rock gnome his entire village was turned to stone and i guess he has like i guess he has like a his wife is like an imp. Okay. He's like, I have this like banging imp wife, <laughs> and we're like, okay. <laughs> he's he's always talking about how pretty she is, and like, I really want it to be like she's gorgeous to him, but the rest of us are just like, I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know that imps are always that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I kind of love that. We're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. So he's like, "Yeah, I have a banging imp wife. Like she's beautiful." (laughs) And we're all like, "Okay, we've never seen a picture of her, but he like keeps a picture of her like in his like pocket, but like we're not allowed to see it." (laughs) That's so cute. Yeah. Um. But like his whole village was turned to stone, and the big bad that we fought was like the one who turned his village to stone, and it was like the first one we fought. Oh wow! And then he like. (laughs) Like, we didn't beat him or anything. We just made him weak enough that he was just, like, peace out, and he, like, poofed away. Mm. Okay, so he'll probably come back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess... That's interesting. Right now, we're trying to find <laughs> all the pieces to this mechanism that are gonna do something for somebody's story. Like, our orc... Wow. Like, our orc has a son, and, like, a long-lost son. Oh. Like... That's interesting. Yeah, like <clears throat> I always think, like playing parents is very interesting mm-hmm. in D and D because then you've got that like maybe like even without trying to like do it, you've got the like work home life balance mm-hmm. dilemma. Yeah, exactly. 
but yeah he has this his this long lost son and we were in this like challenge like tournament of champions type thing and like his challenge oh, that's fun. yeah and his challenge was like a physical fight because he's a barbarian so he's just like bah, smash mm-hmm. things right he's basically hulk but dumber <laughs> um and he didn't realize it until the end but the champion that he had to fight was the king's champion was his son oh yeah and like in the story <laughs> in the story Angst. my character's ex-mentor slash lover was the man who rescued the son from like from this guy who was like a slave trader and he was on the slave trade and but i didn't wow. i didn't hear that part of the story so i still think that my ex mentor slash lover is dead oh yeah so i don't know that because i didn't hear them have that conversation like me as a person i know that he is alive but me as a character does not know that's fun. that's always that <laughs> i i always have such trouble with things that like me as a person i know but my character isn't supposed to know you know mm. like there's a lot of times where i have issues with that yeah, I feel like I always have to ask, like, a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. Like, do I know this? Yeah. What do I know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> before I do anything. Yeah, do I know this? How much of this do I know? What What's, like, the importance of this? Mm-hmm. Because you never know. You could just be like, ah, yes, this thing. And then the DM's like, no, you know nothing. And you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me start over again. Yeah. That's always weird. It's interesting that, like, one of your characters had, like, a village turned to stone, because I was just watching the Barbie Pegasus <laughs> movie, and that happens. He, like, turns the whole village to stone. Anyway. <laughs> That's, like, such a random, like, thing. <laughs> I know. I didn't remember that movie, but I was like, it's time for some nostalgia, so. I've watched Princess yeah. and the Popper like, three times in the past few months. I love that movie. It's so good. It's really good. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should do a Princess and the Popper or like Barbie style like tabletop RPG. That would be hilarious. So like everybody just plays like a really innocent, really stupid, naive character. Yeah. You just play a version of Barbie. Yes. Like everybody. One's the fairy. Everybody looks the <laughs> same. They're all Barbie, but but it's just different versions of so her. Good. Oh my god. So one's one's Barbie Swan Lake, one's Barbie Fairytopia, <laughs> one's One's Rapunzel. Rapunzel, one's Princess in the Popper. What's the mermaid I love one? That. that one? She just like that's like yeah, I guess it's Barbie like turns into a mermaid. Yeah. But she's also a fairy. Yeah. I remember I re- I kind of remember that. Yeah. That one's also good. That one is good. I I just remember the part where the friend gets like tangled up in a seaweed monster. Oh, right. Yeah, they're, like, trying to, like, swim. Yeah. I don't know. To, like, some thing that they Something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. Someone, someone's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that meme where it's, like, most, how most D&D campaigns start? And it's, like, a picture of, like, Monty Python. Or it starts with, like, Lord of the Rings. And it's, like, how they end, and everybody's oh. Monty Python in the Holy Grail. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, because you start off all, like, serious and Tolkien, and then yeah. you get into it, and you're just like, I'm going to clap these coconuts together. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because it's, like, you don't realize how much, like, 
planning just doesn't work. Like, it doesn't. We had an encounter, and, like, our DM was like, you guys are just going to go into this? No plan? And we're like, when does planning ever work? <laughs> yep. And he was like, fair enough, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, one time we had, in our second campaign, Zach derailed the entire, like, the entire session because the whole thing was we were supposed <laughs> to fight these, like, ghost shadow things. And he rolled. What did he roll? He, um, his character, I think, is a bard in this one. Or, no, he's a rogue. He plays a rogue, but he's, he's like a mm. cat. He's like a cat person. Oh, a tobacco. Yeah. He's, he's one of those. And he's just chaotic all the time. I think he's chaotic evil. Or chaotic neutral or something. He just does whatever he wants all the time. Yeah. And he's basically mm-hmm. he's basically the embodiment of an F boy. <laughs> like that's just <laughs> what he is. And so uh so yeah, that's what he did. He is like, Can I can I do this thing? I don't remember exactly what it was, but he was like, Can I do this so good that they're all impressed and they run away and that's it? <laughs> and <laughs> the dm was like no that's the whole encounter like this is no and he was like i'm gonna do it anyway and the dm was like no and he was like i'm gonna do it and he was like okay whatever fine and he rolled like a nat 20 of course (laughs) the whole thing was it's always the dumbest right and so the whole thing was ruined and we had to wait for like 15 minutes while the dm came up with something to figure out what we were supposed to do because he ruined the whole the whole session and we were only like an hour in and like (laughs) it was just nuts and in that campaign i play it that's the one where i play the changeling and Mm one the guy who plays the gnome i guess i don't know why our character has always become friends like 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 besties because like his gnome character and my character i love that are like both obsessed with the library so we go to the library all the time yeah. Books got banned from our campaign. It. We're not allowed to go buy books anymore because we take too long in the library. Like, anytime, oh. anytime we go to a new town or city, I'm like, "Is there a library?" And he's like, "Yes, but it's yeah, in, that's me. but it's in this language you don't understand." And I'm like, hmm. "I'm like, is there a book to learn the basics of draconic?" And he's like, "Yeah, but it's all in draconic." And I'm like, "That's the point." And he's like, "No." Like, Can I learn it? And he's like, "No." I'm like, but I'm a scholar. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, didn't set out to make my character, like, a bookish person. But then I was like, I gotta do research. Like, I gotta know what's happening. And so, yeah, now she's a bookish nerd. Mine definitely started out that way. (laughs) She just, like, has to go to the library to research. Yeah. Because she just, like, I don't know what's happening, so she doesn't know what's going on. So I'm like, library info, that might help. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. And then he banned libraries, and I was like, mm. <laughs> you first got very upset. Um, so anyway. Sorry, you froze again. Can you repeat that? So, oh, no, nothing. I was just saying that, like, he banned libraries, and I got upset. No. Oh. And then in our second campaign, so my character is... My character is a changeling, and I don't know exactly what his character is, but all the time he's, like, he says, I always present as a, as kind of a tiefling, but not necessarily because he's not a dragon. He's just, like, a little lizard boy. Oh, um, a dragonborn? No, not even a dragonborn. It's, like... Oh. 
I don't know. He's because he's not a dragon. He's just like a little lizard. I don't know. It's oh, it's just like a lizard. Yeah, person? I think he's. I think he's. I don't know what they're called. I think he's a changeling of some sorts too. Mm. Because, because, like, there is this one point where, like, I shape shifted in front of him, and then he shape shifted in front of me, and then like we both changed back to our like, like what we usually present as, and it was like this moment where we were like, oh crap, oh crap, and then he like <laughs> he he plays a five year old, by the way. Oh, very yeah, he plays a five year old, and so the five year old like ran over and like wouldn't let go of my leg, <laughs> so he's like he's like bonded to me now, I guess. And I don't know what to do, so I'm basically, like, the mom of both of our groups. How does a five-year-old, like, survive in a D&D campaign? That's so interesting. He's really powerful, surprisingly. He has, like, lots hmm. of spells and, like, you know, the guys... Okay, the other guys in our campaign are always like, oh, we should send the five-year-old to go do this very dangerous task. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we shouldn't. Like, no. I'm like, no, we shouldn't. We should send the annoying, you know, F-boy cat who tries to F everything it sees. Anyway. Okay. Are there any other, like, things you want to talk about? Um. No. We just, we have to play together, Gabby. We do. We do. It's got to happen. We should play together (laughs) and then we'll make it an episode. Like, we'll do it, like, we'll record it like an episode. Oh, that would be... That would be a lot of pressure because I still don't know what I'm doing. It's okay. I don't know what I'm doing fun. either. <laughs> that would be fun. It would just be for fun. It'd be like a little bonus episode type thing. Yeah, that would I be fun. That'd be really fun. And we could yeah. yeah. And I'll get I'll get Zach to play with us. Except for I'm gonna tell him to behave. I'm gonna say no more F boy <laughs> characters. I'm like I really want there to be a character where it's like, okay, I don't know if you've seen the other meme where it's like the DM who like has a NPC that's like pro- a projection of themselves, and it's like their wife or girlfriend's mm. character, and they start falling in love. Aww. Yeah, I saw that one time, and I was that's like, cute. "That's really cute." <laughs> I was like, "That's goals." Oh, have you seen? Um, there's a YouTuber I follow who doesn't really do YouTube as much anymore, mm-hmm. but um, their name is Az, and it's the Azrai on YouTube Ooh. and they made like a really long YouTube video about like um playing D&D with ADHD and it was really it's very interesting um I thought it was it was a good video for like people who don't have ADHD too to like watch and like mm-hmm. learn <laughs> yeah I definitely like when we're playing and especially if we're in combat and I'm not doing anything for a while I have to keep myself busy, otherwise I totally detach from what's going on. Like, it's definitely happened a number mm-hmm. of times where I'm like, okay, what's going on? Who's almost dead? Wait, who died? What's going on? Who needs healing? You know? Yeah. Be- yeah, I I feel that too sometimes, even though I don't have ADHD, but sometimes it can be easy to just, like, zone out. Yeah. Float away. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're, when you're fighting against, like, a lot of enemies mm-hmm. and, like, the the you know it just takes a while to get through the the lineup i guess of all of the turns the turn turn order do you guys are you guys virtual or like in person no we're all virtual yeah okay do you guys use like roll 20 or anything yeah we use roll 20 and D &D and beyond yeah we use roll 20 as well i don't think we no 
uh, only one person uses D&D Beyond, but we use, like, another thing to, like, do our characters. Yeah, we built them all on D&D Beyond called. because um, because Jason, he has a premium subscription, and so he's like, mm. just add to this campaign, and this it's basically just a random campaign he built, so that way we could borrow his stuff. Mm-hmm. So, That's yeah. cool. So we use... Yeah, it's helpful to have, like, ma- maps in front of you. Yeah, it's <laughs> very helpful to have, like, maps and, like, environments. Like, mm-hmm. get kind of a vibe. Otherwise, if you're just kind of flying in dark, nobody really knows exactly what it looks like, you know? So everybody's picturing mm-hmm. something a little different. And then that creates issues. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely had a few times where, like... Even though we have the picture in front of us, we're all like, ah, yes, this thing. And we're talking about three different things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It definitely still happens. Well, girly, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your insights on some of these issues and discussing some of the more fun aspects of D&D. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was real fun. Yeah, I had a great time and we'll definitely have to have you back on a future episode. Yes, I would love that. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Thank you. Well, everyone, I think that was a super fun and awesome episode. I, for one, had a great time chatting with Campbell, and I haven't seen her or talked to her in forever, so it was really nice to get to catch up and talk. We here at Fan Fatales love to hear your feedback, so please let me know what you thought of these episodes on our Instagram or a review in Apple or Google Podcasts. Next week, you're going to have just Emma hosting, and you'll hear from some friends of ours about Star Wars and Bad Batch and Jedi Fallen Order. They keep joking to me that it's just going to be a Cal Kestis simp session, but we'll see what happens. Um, I will already have been on vacation when this episode comes out, so go check my Instagram at Gabby Gent, G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T, or our podcast Instagram, at Pod for some fun vacay photos at Disneyland. You can also follow my Disney adventures on my TikTok, at GabbyGent, spelled the same way as my Instagram. Thank you so much again to our guests, Campbell Moore today and Jason Emanuel, who I spoke with on Wednesday. Make sure to tune in to next week's episode of Fan Fatales with Emma and our friends talking about all things Star Wars. And make sure to subscribe to Fan Fatales on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, and follow us at FanFatalesPod on Instagram. Fan Fatales spent the, spelt the same way you see here. Our music is by the wonderful and beautiful Maddie Macon, and our editing is by the gorgeous and fantastic Kara Linsmeyer. As always, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye.